Welcome in, one and all. Good to have you on a Friday, the Friday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Good stuff today uh, on tab. Just a, a, a fun day, for lack of a better term. Just a fun day today. Um, just for the fact that it's uh, it's a Friday, we made it through the heat. Uh, a few storms rolled through last night. Just good stuff. Just good stuff in general. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670 if you want to hit us up. Uh, that's the way to do it. Smash the button on the like buttons when it comes to our uh, our YouTube channel. We always appreciate that. You can uh, also find us uh, on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. And, yes, as the season gets underway, I'll be back on Twitter uh, tweeting during the games, and we can chat and follow and all that kind of good stuff there. Uh, Grant Bills is at Wisco Grant, at Wisco Grant. You can find us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show, Facebook.com. Slash the Bill Michael Show. You can find us, like I said, on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com, and that is a slash Bill Michaels Show uh, right there. You can also find us on Twitch and on Kick TV and in many other wonderful, wonderful facets. So there you go. So good stuff. Grant Bills, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Bill. I missed the Brewers last night. I was a little, uh, I was a little aimless in my apartment. I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, the uh, the Brewers off last night, back at it. Padres uh, are in town, so the Brewers are back at it uh, tonight. And uh, you've got you got a few good pitching matchups in this one, uh, which I'm excited about. Uh, in addition to that, uh, you've got the Cubs, who everybody, you know, I, Cubs fans are all of a sudden feeling it, thinking that they've got six games left against the Brewers. The Cubs have the six game uh, six games left against the Brewers, and they feel like that those six games are going to decide the division. And that's where they're going to catch the crew, and they're going to knock them off, and all is going to be right with their world. And I hate to tell them this, but it's not. Uh, I just don't think the uh, I don't think the Cubs are going to catch the Brewers. Um, they still have games against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's trying to still make a name for itself at some point. Although I think Cincinnati's uh, hopes have faded, but uh, and they've still got. You know, some they've still got uh, some St. Louis. Uh, I think the Brewers have seven games left against St. Louis, if I'm not mistaken. So the Brewers, St. Louis Cardinals have always been somewhat of a tough, tough go. But uh, but I think the Brewers are going to win the division. However, uh, it is going to be interesting down the stretch, especially the last three games of the season are at American Family Field, and those are against the Cubs. Don't forget. So excited about uh, the end of Brewers baseball. I'm not ex- excited about the end of baseball, but uh, the end of the Brewers. So and uh, ultimately winning. I'm excited about that. I uh, did not think at the beginning of the season they would win more than 83 games, but uh, I think they're going to. They're going to be up around the 90 mark again, and that's that's impressive. I don't know how else to say it, but that's impressive. And uh, for the the team they had, the way they scraped by pretty much all season long, and they haven't won anything yet. They still got a ways to go, but. Uh, for where they're at and the fact that they've been, for the most part, pretty much in the lead of their division all season long, it's that's that's been impressive. Uh, you got to give them credit for that. And what a what a, what a deal they've done. Uh, the Packers are getting ready for the Seattle Seahawks and their final preseason game coming up tomorrow at Lambeau Field. Uh, the world is a buzz because one young Aaron Rodgers is going to take to the field for the New York Jets for the first time and make his Jets debut. So the world is holding its breath. And uh, I think Packers fans are as well because nobody wants to see Rodgers go down with an injury. It's going to cost him uh, any percentage of snaps this season. So looking forward to that. 
Uh, and then just getting into the weekend, uh, we've got a big weekend coming up. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be uh, doing a, uh, uh, for those that follow on Twitch TV, for those that follow on uh, YouTube, uh, for those that follow on Facebook and such, uh, tomorrow, it's not going to be over the air, but it's going to be on all the other platforms. Tomorrow we're going to be uh, doing a podcast uh, down at a place called Camp Timberly, which is a burn camp for kids. So we're going to do some stuff down there tomorrow uh, around 11 in the morning, 11 to noon, somewhere in there, uh, just to kind of bring a little bit of awareness to it. So we're going to do that. Uh, off on Monday, uh, it's going to be Grand Bill's taking you on Monday because Monday I'm going to be at the um, I'm going to be at the uh, golf outing, the Fisher House golf outing down at Geneva National. And uh, today will be spent. Uh, now, this is one of those days where normally when I say this, people would go, oh, that's so cool. But it's actually this is a lot of work. Uh, today, as I was up this morning early, today is a day where I'm driving from bar to bar to bar to bar to bar, picking up bottles of booze. <laughs> no, they're not for me. But uh, we have the wagons that we fill up at the golf outing, so we have to go collect all the booze today. Yeah, You know what I was doing this morning? Uh, I got up this morning, Grant. I popped out of bed. I was watching, you know, I was flipping through. I was watching everything from Sports Center to, to Good Morning Football and listening to some radio this morning and doing a little work. Uh, you know where I was at 8.30 this morning? No. Out at the Tiki Bar? I was, nope. I was standing in line at Woodman's as they opened the doors to the liquor store. We had a couple of people that uh, could not donate bottles of booze, so they do they donated cash. And so this morning I had to get up and do my due diligence in getting as many bottles of liquor as I could for the amount of money that was donated, which I did a pretty good job, actually, because I, I kind of kind of know what people like. Um, so I did a pretty good job, and we went over and, and bought uh, this morning uh, a bunch of liquor. And... <laughs> walked up i walked up and this is like from 8 30 until maybe five till nine ten till nine uh i walked up to the cash register and the woman that was the checkout looked down in the in the and i had two carts at this point full she looked at the cart she looked at me she looked back at the cart and she just she just went wow that was it and I said, it's, it's for a charity. It really is. And she went, okay. Like, sure. I don't believe you for a second. Like, <laughs> you should be at a meeting going, hi, my name's Bill, and I have a problem. But uh, but it was all different types, all different kinds of stuff. So it's a lot of stuff so, that people like, but it's all booze. I just want to get the image in my, in my brain because radio is an audio medium. You were standing at the door of Woodman's at the liquor store looking at your watch, waiting for them to open with a massive yes. fistful of cash. That was the picture this morning? Well, with with the credit card, yeah. Okay. With, uh, with the donation credit card, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm going up and down the aisles. You know, you go up and down. You're, you're in the mixer aisle. You know, you're looking for the vodkas and the Tito's and the flavored vodkas of 360, and you're looking for all of that, and then you're looking for some of the old smoky moonshine. And you get your traditional Jack and Kessler's and Maker's Mark and stuff. You get those bottles, you know. Then you get a couple of, you know, because you, 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 you would rather spend on a lot than spend a lot on one. So you're not buying these really high-end whiskeys, you know. Agreed. So you buy a couple that are in the $20 range for a bottle, and then you got, you know, some Jack Daniels. And, and, you know, you can buy the smaller bottles of Tito's for, I think, it's 16 or 19 bucks. And so you're trying, to, you're trying to average out just less than $20 a bottle is what you're trying to do for the amount of money we had to spend. And, uh, and we had a, a pretty good amount of money to spend to fill up two, two carts full. But, yeah, so she looked at me and went, wow. 
<laughs> it was just, it was priceless. It was like, no, it's really not for me. And then, you know, you can't be a bar in there and reselling that liquor. So she knows I'm not working at a bar. And uh, so I just had to explain to her, you know, that type of thing. Oh, it's John says Kessler is never again. It is. I told her, I said, it's for a charity outing. And, and she went, oh. And she just nodded her head like, oh, I don't care. Either I don't care or I don't believe a word you're saying. You look like you're a booze head. And I, I could have been. Who knows? So that was my morning. I out buying booze and shopping for booze. And then this afternoon, Kristen and I jump in the cars. And she goes one way and I go the other. And we have, I think it's about five or six bars. We're still true. We need about 40 to 50 more bottles of booze, believe it or not, to fill up the rest of the wagons. So uh, we got we got our work cut out for us. So we're going to go out and start shilling and begging and borrowing and stealing and stuff for for, for, for charity uh, to uh, pick up the rest of the bottles of booze. So that's our morning. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. Um, I'm going to start off today with a topic we've started off a lot with, and that's Jordan Love. And I, I was on my way. I, I got home today, and I uh, did some stuff with er, our buddy Ernie over in Viroqua. And Ernie says, you know, hey, Bill, it seems like you've softened on on Jordan Love. And I was out yesterday. Uh, we ended up going to dinner last night, and then we were out working for the for the motorcycle ride last night. And somebody had said to me, you know, oh, you've backed off of your stance of Jordan Love. Oh, way to go. You know, kind of sarcastically. And I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I'm going to clear something up here. So the – I it's it's not – what I always try to be is honest, okay, because you don't want to – you have an opinion, and if your opinion changes, great. If it doesn't, great. But I, I've said this, and I'll, say, I'll stay steadfast to this. In, in the preseason, he, Jordan Love really hasn't done anything wrong. He hasn't done anything wrong. He's, he's played well. He's looked good. He's had, what, 25 total passes, I, I think, in two games. Um, plays specifically designed to, you know, give him the best opportunity to be successful, to build his confidence. So he hasn't done anything wrong. And the national media has jumped on board that Jordan loves the real deal. Here we go, you know. And my argument is, um, well, we haven't had a team specifically schemed defensively for him. The last time we did, it didn't work out well. Um, teams are running rel- relatively vanilla defenses. The Packers are running relatively vanilla offenses. He's trying to get on the same page with some young guys. And they've done they've done well. They haven't made mistakes. Okay, so that's fine. But you're talking about two, uh, like a total of what, five series in two preseason games. And people are ready to go, I told you, he's great. It's like, nope, not going to go there. Again, 25 passes, five series, two, two preseason games. That's the body of work you're ready to jump off on? You, you, don't, you don't die on that hill yet. So it's not that I've softened. It's just that I'm honest. He's played well. He, he's, he's played well. I mean, he, he hasn't come in and looked like trash. He hasn't, you know, overthrown a bunch of receivers. It, it, none of that, you know, none of that. So, um, I'm, I'm good with that. And because 
we're being honest doesn't necessarily all of a sudden make us these Jordan Jordan Love lovers. Like we're we're on the you know bandwagon of Jordan Love. I hope he does well. My opinion of I don't know if he will or I don't think he will has not changed. I just we don't know. But it's I get it that a lot of Packers fans, I think all of us Packers fans want to see him do well. You know, there are some hardcore Aaron Rodgers fans that want to see him go down in flames and say, see, I told you, Rodgers is better. You should have paid attention to him. Good against you suck. And I think there are people rooting against Jordan Love, not because like Jordan Love, but because they want to see Brian Gutekind fail. So, and and there's people that do that. So, but my point is, is I haven't changed my mind. I've reported what is the truth. And if he continues to play well, then we'll continue to kind of mold our our perception of Jordan Love. But um, I just, I, I thought it was pertinent because I, I start to get these people that go, aha, you know, it's like, there's no aha moment here. It's 25 passes or whatever it is in two preseason games. Come on, man. You know, let's wait till we're five, six, seven games into the season. We'll know after three or four games. We'll know. Good, bad, average, above average, indifferent, whatever. We'll, we'll know at that point. But for right now, eh. Yeah. Um, the, the, the big things that I'm hoping for are, one, is the offensive line stays intact and is able to protect him and it's consistent and they're able to grow together. And then the second thing I'm hoping for is that the defense rises to the occasion. There's, 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 it's time. It's time for this defense to do something. It really is. I mean, for as much as, and I, I was watching this this morning on Good Morning Football, for as much as we've discussed the defense and Joe Barry and the talent and, you know, this guy's good, this guy isn't, blah, 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 and the safety position is of concern, and you, you got it's like, look, they, they've been drafting, they've been picking talent, they've been finding talent, and this, it's time for this defense to stop with the moniker of if they can only be top ten. It's time for them to be in the top ten. And if they're not, it will be an incredibly disappointing season. And we have become so numb to the fact of, well, if they can just get near that. And I say it all the time. I say it all the time. If they can just get near top 10, top 10, top 10, if they can just get by. No, for as much as they've drafted and as much effort and money as they put into the defense, it is damn time the defense stepped up and became something other than an, oh, by the way. And something other than a, oh, you really don't have closing capability. You're just there to hope you can stop a team every now and then so the offense can score points. It's time for the defense to be an asset to this team and not just to know, by the way. And and to me, that, as much as we talk about Jordan Love, that should be one of the biggest topics, is there should be all kinds of heat on Joe Barry, Matt LaFleur, and the defense to be something. Because it's time. And, and I know people want to say, well, the eight first-round draft choices. Yeah, they have eight two of which are coming back from serious injuries. So I, they have six. And one is a rookie who has yet to develop his moves. So they have five. But this defense, it, it needs to be something this year. The defense has been overlooked and overshadowed, quite frankly, for so long because of the presence of Aaron Rodgers and now all the speculation regarding Jordan Love. And we go, oh, by the way, I hope the defense is good. Yay. You know, no, my ass. It's time for the defense to be something. And it's time for the, the microscope to be on the defense and on the defensive coordinator and the pressure to be on Matt LaFleur to make this defense good. I know he's got his own 
deal going on with trying to trying to make Jordan Love into something. I understand all of that. But you held on to this guy and Joe Barry. You said this was going to be great for stability and continuity. And Gutekinds has put, again, another first-round draft choice over on that side of the football. It's, it's beyond excuse-making at this point. It really is. I mean, I get it if you get hit with mass injuries. Okay. But, my God, they've been drafting defensive players in, in abundance for such a long time. Either one of two things. E- really, three. Okay, either one, you have really poor leadership when it comes to the ability to teach defense or get everybody on the same page. Two, you have woefully overestimated some of the talent you've drafted. And if so, that's the case. Don't lay to Joe Barry's feet, then it's right at Brian Gudekin's feet. But it's time for this defense to be something other than an oh, by the way. And and that's today where I kind of feel like, yeah, today, the, 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 as much as we want to talk about Jordan Love, nah, focus today is all on the defense. Should be on the defense. This this. It, you know, again, we talked about who has hot seats coming into the season. And I, uh, Joe Barry has a hot seat. It should be like flaming, like he, like he can't even sit down because he will burst into flames. That's how hot the seat should be. And as much as they put an effort into the defense, I, it, it, it's, it should be both Brian Gutekinds and Joe Barry for those two guys to say, this thing better be really freaking good, really freaking good. 877-867-1670. Hit us up! 877-867-1670. Hey, our friends over at Steel Tank Brewing, Dave and the gang, they are getting set for a wild ride. We're going to have a, a, a terrific motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. And that is going to be the landing point for the uh, the motorcycle ride. And we're looking forward to it. We can't wait. Uh, we're anticipating a great time. So thanks to our friends at Steel Tank Brewing on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc. On Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, thanks to them for being a part of the program. We certainly appreciate it. Stay tuned. whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne's cover it all up in uh, Green, or up in Wausau, I should say, up in Wausau, and uh, you can uh, check him out. Simply go to Dwayne's D U A N E S Dwayne's Cover It All dot com. That is Dwayne's Cover It All dot com, and uh, you can uh, you can uh, whether it's boat covers. I mean, this time of year is when you start thinking about getting that that cover done, so the off season isn't brutal on your boat, or maybe an awning out in front of your business. You name it, he can do it. Uh, get a hold of Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. That's Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Uh, I know that uh, the uh, live stream's acting up a little bit today, so for those of you that will let me know, we will uh, correct that at the bottom of the hour. Uh, they are working on it. So I know that uh, some of the things that pop up have been 
like staying there and they can't change things and the programming's goofy so uh and maybe the sound might even be a little bit goofy but uh, they'll get it taken care of uh, they're gonna we're gonna shut it down at the bottom of the hour so just an fyi um this is from Chris. Chris says, uh, hey, unit, you are 100% dead on. I've said all along, if Jordan Love's going to have any success this season, the defense is going to have to give him the ball back a couple of times, and Joe Barry's defense is going to have to be stifling so he doesn't feel so pressed to be perfect. Uh, a quarterback that feels like he needs to be perfect is a quarterback that plays tight, and if this defense cannot create turnovers and cannot stop anybody, Jordan Love is going to feel as if he has to play perfect. That is not capable for a young guy under center for the first time to be able to do. Joe Barry has all the pressure in the world on him. It's not on Matt LaFleur. Well, it, it, is, a, it, it is because Matt LaFleur chose to keep him. I understand why. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. But it, it's, you know, I, Matt LaFleur has pressure as well. Because let's just say the offense is pretty good. And we've got, yet again, a defense that can't stop anybody, you know? I mean, you, you look, look at it this way. you got Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt on your defensive front, both first-round draft choices. Kenny Clark is a pro, pro bowler, right? Devontae Wyatt coming into his second year, looked good at the end of last season. Now you see if he can step up. T.J. Slayton's a fifth-round draft choice who now, you know, and don't get me wrong, I, I, I believe they held on to Dean Lowry a contract too long, but, you know, so be it. But you've got T.J. Slayton kind of anchoring the middle. You drafted Colby Wooden. You drafted Carl Brooks. You drafted Lucas Van Ness. You drafted Carrington Valentine. Go back a couple of years, you drafted Darnell Savage. You drafted Jair Alexander. You drafted Rashawn Gary. You drafted Quay, Quay, uh, Quay Walker. So all of those guys are your guys. All of those guys. Anthony Johnson Jr., your draft choice. All those guys are your guys. You've got, what, 14, 15 guys on this defense, 16 guys in this defense that you drafted. 17, actually, if you can, if I go with, uh, I forgot about Shamar Jean Charles. 17 guys in your defense you drafted. Think about that number for a minute. You drafted them. And your defense, you're just trying to get to the top ten, right? You 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 got a hit, man. You got a hit. Anthony Johnson, Lou Nichols, or excuse me, Anthony Johnson, Carrington Valentine, Carl Brooks, Colby Wooden, Lucas Van Ness. All those guys were drafted this year for your defense. Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, Kingsley Angbare, Tariq Carpenter, Jonathan Ford. All those guys drafted in two years to fortify your defense. Eric Stokes, T.J. Slayton, Shamar Jean Charles, Isaiah McDuffie. Those were drafted three years ago. I mean, 17 guys are on this roster that you drafted, defensively speaking, that are drafted. That's not talking about guys you brought in as free agents or the undrafted college free agents or anything. 
Those 17 guys to fortify your defense. If you don't get it right this year, you may never get it right. This has to this has to work. It just has to. 877-867-1670. Um Mark says every uh, first round draft choice since 2012 was defense except Jordan Love, right? Everyone. 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 And we keep talking about, well, when are they going to get better at stopping the run? When are they going to when are they going to get better at pass rush? The last time they were re- really 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 good at pass rush was the year they brought in two free agents, Preston and Zedarius. That was the last time they were really, really good at, at pass rush. This defense needs to be better, hands down, hands down. Am I off base here, Grant, or am I uh, blowing smoke? Well, no, I think we got so used to just saying, well, if the defense could be just top 10, right? You said that. How many times have we said that the last 10 years? Before, right. Right? Yeah. But with Aaron Rodgers on the way out and a quarterback that's not as expensive and, and you know, you listed the investment they made into this defense, we should start to reshape our thinking a little bit. We should start it. They should be top 10, right? And then only they should go up from there. It's not about just being good enough anymore. They have to be the strength of this team. I agree. I agree. Let's do this. We'll uh, step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. Hopefully you're enjoying your day. As, uh, we uh, we continue on this Friday. And uh, not bad weather over the weekend today. A little bit, uh, little bit cloudy, a little bit gloomy today. But uh, for the most part, for what we've had the last couple of days, not bad. Not a bad way to go. Uh, going back to the Packers and the defense, Jason said uh, the Packers were ranked fourth in rushing yards last year. They were ranked fourth against the run. Huh? Last year. That's what he, that's what Jason's saying. I don't remember that. Uh, I would have to go back and check, but, uh, did not, uh, did not think that to be quite honest with you. Just an FYI. Uh, statistically speaking, uh, when you go back uh, to last year and uh, against the run, now yards per game and such, you know, when you when you start to depends on what you look at for uh, for you know your your rank, so to speak. Uh, they were not fourth, by the way. The Green Bay Packers were um, they were twenty fifth against the run. Uh, so, Jason, I have no idea what you're talking about. They uh, gave up 139.5 yards per game. 139.5 yards per game. And 
They were 25th overall as well when it came to total yards rushing given up. So whatever you're talking about, I, I would go back and check my math. Not happening. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jake says uh, they've been awful against the run. They can't stop the run because Quake Walker can't get off a block, and Kenny Clark is far overrated. Kenny Clark is, first of all, he's not overrated, okay? Not when you're recognized by a lot of different players in the league, okay? It's not just, you know, voting and MVPs and defensive players of the year and getting into Pro Bowls and Pro Bowlers and All-Pro and stuff. It's it's when you are voted by guys in the league as one of the better uh, nose tackles and guys up front in the trenches on, on the continuum, you're, you're not overrated, okay? Um Secondly, I look at it as you also have to have help. You can't be a one-man band in the middle. You can be good uh, sucking up a double team and still helping to stuff the run, but you have to have guys alongside you that also are going to dictate attention. And if you don't have that, then you're going to struggle To me, football is one in the trenches. Always has been, always will be. And that's why this year you're hoping, here comes Devontae Wyatt off of that championship Georgia defense from a couple of years ago, a guy that was just a mauler. And last year he had flashes. At the end of the season when he had opportunities to play, he looked pretty damn good. Not only in just brute strength, but in quickness, his feet, his arms, everything. He looked really good. And then you have T.J. Slayton, who's been in the system now a couple of years and gets it and understands it. So you're, you're, you're thinking the defensive trenches should be good. Then you've got Preston Smith, and then you've got uh, Rashid, Rashid, uh, or, uh, Rashawn Gary, uh, Angabari, Lucas Van Ness, you're Devondre Campbell, you're Quay Walker. You, you're stacked there. You're stacked there. So your defense overall should be better because you're better up front. You at least on paper are better up front. Now, Rashawn Gary's going to take a little while to kind of fully get back into the mix, but you should be better up front, which should then lead your secondary to be better as well. Even if you have a a a, a mediocre, average secondary when it comes to your safety, but your, your corner position should be pretty good. I mean, Jair and whomever else is out there should be good. And if you get Stokes back, and he if Stokes comes back to play the way he played his rookie season, you'll have one of the better corner duos in the league because he was that good without Jair. He was that good. But even if you have a mediocre safety group, if you put pressure on quarterbacks up front and you're able to stuff the run, you're going to be a much more dominant defense because that's in the trenches is where things are won. You can pressure a quarterback, make quarterbacks throw quicker off off their off their base, so to speak, because of the movement, because of the pressure, because they feel it. All of that starts up front. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, do it. Now, the Packers, in yards giving up against the past, against the past last year, uh, they were, what, sixth? I think they were sixth best. They were better against the pass than they were against the run. But overall defense, they total yards per game defense 
Um, they weren't even in the top 15. They were 17th. 17th in yards per game last year. 17th in yards per game. Now, in points per game, they were 17th. They were 17th in points per game. They gave up 21.8 points per game last year. 17th. That's not going to cut it. The expectation is with as many guys as you have and as many as much draft equity as you put into this team for the for the defense, you gotta be in top ten. You gotta be. There's no excuse for this anymore. You gotta be in top ten. And it wasn't really until the last four or five games, maybe six of the season, that things started to really kind of look better defensively for this team. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I would I would love to get your thoughts on this. Um, Rick says, imagine what this team could be with a healthy pass rush. Pass rush, right? Right. Oh, he okay. Jason says, Matt Lafleur abandoned the run. Offensively speaking, see Matt. I, I guess sometimes when you read over in the live stream. It's because of um, they have their own show over there. <laughs> they have their own show. So they're all over there arguing. So, okay. Uh, he's talking about Matt LaFleur abandoning the run. Gotcha. Gotcha. Even even offensively speaking, I didn't think the, the Packers, uh, when it came to, to rushing yards last year, the Packers, uh, by the way, they weren't fourth uh, running the football. Just an FYI, they weren't that good. We used the eye test with the run defense, Bill. Just think of that Philadelphia game, right? They couldn't do anything. They right. were helpless. Right. Like, they could yeah. do nothing, and that's what happened in 2019 against the Niners or 2016 against the Falcons. Yep. So they don't have to be amazing against the run, but when they come up against a really physical, uh, really good run offense, they can't just give up 250 yards because we've seen oh, them right. lose playoff games that way. Uh, the Packers, by the way, were 15th in rushing the ball 15th 15th in rushing the ball last year so they averaged 124 and a half yards per or 124.3 yards per game rushing last year um by the way the bears that's because of justin fields averaged 177.3 the ravens because now again these are quarterbacks the ravens averaged 160 yards per game it wasn't until you get down to the falcons who actually had a run game at 159, then the Giants, Saquon Barkley. The Eagles, a lot of that's Jalen Hurts, but they were good, 147.6. Then the Browns, 49ers, Cowboys, Buffalo Bills, Carolina Panthers, Lions, Lions, by the way, Commanders, Titans, Jaguars, and then the Packers at 124.3 yards per game rushing. They weren't even in the top 10. They were 15th, just so we're clear on all of that. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort, they are huge when it comes to uh, our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. Thanks to them for being a part of the program. Thanks to them for their donation, putting their money where their mouth is. That's our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. Call our girl, Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Use the promo code MICHAELS15 to get 15% off your stay. That is a great place to go. And they're coming to the end of the summer. We all know that. You still have the UTV and the ATV trails open. The golf courses are still open. But in wintertime, December, January, February, 
when the snow starts to fly, then the uh, snowmobile trails are open up there, and that's always a good time. So either any time of year, check it out, the Four Seasons Island Resort. Again, call Barb, 715-938-5110. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michaels Show, statewide, all over to join This portion brought to you by our good friends, good, good friends, which uh, we uh, experienced a little bit during our outside broadcast the other day. And that's our friends over there at Master Z's. We had the patio furniture out. The bar stools were out. Uh, we said, uh, F the heat, so we're going to stay out in it. And uh, there is still plenty of time to enjoy the outdoors and the patios and such and Maybe you're going to start doing the fire pits, whether it's gas or wood. They have those. There's some in-store specials you can call about. But if you are starting to think about maybe when the leaves start to fall, God forbid, the snow starts to fly. But at least make the indoor living that much more pleasurable, whether it's home bars, bar stools, dart boards, uh, the accessories, the beautiful pool tables that they have. And uh, everything from regulation size to scaled-down bar size, shuffleboards, table game, you name it. I, I can go on and on and on. They've got uh, just a huge selection, and uh, people come from all over to stop into Master Z's for a lot of their in-store specials, and because the quality is unbelievable. Call them, 262-746-5931, 262-746-5931. They're on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, which is great because they're right down the street from me which I can go over there and sniff and smell everything uh, every day of the week. But uh, check out our friends. Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. That is Master Z's 262-746-5931 for all of the in-store specials. Good stuff. Um, we got Jim Trado coming up a little bit later on today. Uh, we've got the Craftsman Truck Series NASCAR returning to the Milwaukee Mile. We're going to talk with Jim coming up a little bit. Uh, do we have uh, Brian Billick? He's going to be uh, a possible scratch today, Grant? Am I? Yeah, he said he had a couple things come up this afternoon, so might have to push to next week, but I still got my fingers crossed that he'll come okay. through. We'll so we are going to be uh, hopefully uh, at some point chatting with Brian Billick, the Super Bowl winning coach from the uh, Baltimore Ravens years gone by. We're going to chat with him and compliments of our friends over there at X-Tech Pads. Uh, we also, don't forget, have our guy, Mike Clemens coming on. So Mike will be joining us a little bit later on today. So that's coming up as well. Um, Rick says uh, that's why Barry's defense is called death by a thousand cuts. True. True. Um, last year in the beginning of the season, it was just, they, you know, the, the motto, and I understand it, you want to keep everything in front of you because you don't want to let it get behind you, a la Kevin, uh, Kevin King in the game against uh, Tom Brady and company in the NFC Championship game at Lambeau Field. However, when you give cushion, when you're when it's it's third and 7 and your defensive backs are playing 12 yards off the ball, you don't need to be a Mensa meeting member to figure out that you're giving up a first down. And then four more opportunities to get a crack at getting a, another first down or getting into the end zone. And that's the way the Packers lived last year via the Joe Barry defense. So I, it was frustrating to watch, to say the very least. It, it just was. It was very frustrating to watch last year via the Joe Barry defense. 
So that's why you're hoping that this year that, you know, the uh, the mandate or whatever it happens to be coming from Brian Gutekinds, who kept saying in the offseason over and over again, we need to put more pressure on the quarterback. We have the talent. We need to put more pressure on the quarterback. We need to get more pressure. We need to get more pressure. He said it a bunch of times. I mean, that's going to be the edict this year is you better start putting more pressure on the quarterback to make everything around you better, to make everything around you better. Um, Jason says uh, it's going to be coming upon the run game this year to be better to support Jordan Love and to keep the defense off the field. Do you not feel this is correct? I do. I do. Although, don't get crazy on me with the run game. This is not a run-first team. As good as the running backs can be, it's really still a passing team. All the fortification that they've given has been to the passing game. It is a pass-blocking defense. It is a – the draft choices have been to bolster the passing game. You can support the run game, but really it's more of a West Coast style of offense where you pass the ball to run it. You don't run it to pass it. But the fact that you've got a decent offensive line when it comes to run blocking, they're not great, they're not – you know, you're not talking about the Hogs from years gone by in, in Washington. You're talking about a decent run-blocking team where all they got to do is create a little bit of a gap, and usually Aaron Jones can get through it. Now, it's up to A.J. Dillon to kind of create his own, and whoever else they keep beyond that will wait and see. But th- this is not a juggernaut when it comes to run-blocking. It is set up to be a – make no mistake about it, it's set up to be a passing offense first. So – uh, got three more hours yet to go. Don't forget, the last hour of the show is going to be Mike Clemens live in Green Bay getting us all set. And we today is bubble day. Today is the day when we talk to Mike and we start looking at guys who may or may not make this squad. Will it be Malik Heath? Is Bo Melton going to make this team? Coming out of Seattle from last year when they picked him up. You know, is there a low-end draft choice who may not make it as a wide receiver? How many are they going to keep? You know, they've got a pretty good plethora of offensive linemen. They've got three tight ends that they've drafted. Will Josiah Naguara find himself on a chopping block because of kind of the tweener that he has? You know, we got all of that. So today is kind of that bubble day. We'll get into that discussion about who may or may not make this squad. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming up right after this.